Hey, everybody. Melissa McKenzie, publisher of The American Spectator here on The Spectacle with my co-host and contributing editor, Scott McKay. He's also at The Hayride and Reviver.com and also has his best-selling book, Racism, Revenge, and Ruin. Go out and get it. And uh, Scott is a prolific writer, not just for The American Spectator, but he also writes fiction, which most people may not know. And he, we are doing something unique at the American Spectator that um, didn't used to be so unique. There were magazines that um, would serialize various um, or do short stories by, you know, modern fiction writers. Um, and, but it's not something that's been done recently. And we're doing it at the American Spectator. Scott has uh, been writing for us and he we're 15 chapters in where I'm 15 chapters in because I've read the whole thing so far um, into this book and we're putting it in segments onto the website that will come out on Fridays so it's a lot of fun Scott why don't you tell everybody kind of the premise of the book right. and then I will give you crap about some of what you're about to say <laughs> I can... yeah I know what's coming um, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So the name of the book is King of the Jungle. And um, the first, we're calling them episodes. Uh, the first episode debuted over the this past weekend. Um, as this as this segment goes live, uh, within hours, uh, the next uh, episode is going to go live. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't want to do too much in the way of spoilers, but essentially, uh, and we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, there is the potential of a war in South America because the Venezuelans uh, are laying claim to the Western two-thirds of Guyana. Uh, there's uh, a river called the Essequibo River and everything west of that uh, the Venezuelans say is theirs. Um, uh, and the Guyanans say no, and the rest of the world essentially says no. Uh, but Guyana's army is like 4,500 people. So they're not really in a position to defend that no. Um, and so while most people think that the Venezuelans are in bad enough shape that there's that this is an empty threat and a bluff for them to actually do this, um, there's some question as to, you know, whether that's enough to dissuade these guys from, from going in. Um, you know, the likelihood is that they won't, but the premise of the book is that they do. Um, and it just so happens that <laughs> we have a, um, billionaire industrialist who uh, maybe, if if you like, maybe sort of a cross between an Elon Musk and a John McAfee and an Eric Prince, let's say. Tony uh, Stark. Who is, what's that? Tony Stark. Yeah, play, okay. Play, billionaire playboy, philanthropist. Yeah, you sort of. You know, something um, like that. But anyway, he's a he's a you know he he's outspoken and he's run afoul of the Joe Dead Horse administration, um, and uh, you know uh, gets the same kind of treatment that uh, that some people have been getting from the 
actual Joe Dead Horse administration. And instead of, you know, sitting in, he says, you know what? I'm building this paradise down in the jungle in Guyana. And I'm going to retire to that place for a while. Uh, and the question is, well, yeah, but the Venezuelans may go. Nah, they wouldn't. And this guy is almost never wrong, except turns out he's wrong. And so there's your story. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the folks that the feedback I've gotten from the first episode of this has been pretty positive. It's a fun read. It's it's written in sort of a, you know, P.J. O'Rourke, Carl Hyacin, Dave Barry, you know, satirical kind of style. Um, you know, and I, I don't know. I think it's the best thing I've ever written. Uh, and it's oh, certainly do you? the most That's it. Oh, that's interesting because I think it's great. Um, the 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 it may just because it's the most fun I've had writing stuff. Um, but I mean, like I'm I'm totally enjoying this. I think so. The narrator you all should know is semi autobiographical. It's not. It's, no, it's not. <laughs> it's mad it's about this. But if you read it, I'm telling you, it the it's a alt media. Um, yeah, I mean, in the sense that it's a it's a it's a guy who um, who was the 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 billionaire's name is Pierce Polk. And we could probably get into the, the reason why his name is Pierce Polk. But uh, his college roommate is the narrative, who is yeah. a guy that, that got into journalism and, you know, uh, ended up kind of moving through the sort of corporate media. And then bouncing out of that and was like an independent media guy, podcaster, and so forth. Um, and Melissa thinks it's autobiographical. And the, the intention on my part to make this guy an independent media guy was to call to attention some of the crap that independent media people have to go through. Like this guy is recognized as being really, really, really good. But he's bounced out of corporate media and decided he didn't want to do that. And so, like, you know, he's got this little company and he's like struggling to make payroll because he's trying to maintain some independence, right. which is that's not. Yeah, that's me. That's not just me. That's everybody who's in independent media will tell you that same story. Well, I mean, that's the you American know? Spectator, too. I mean, that that's the way it is. And like, for example, in our case. Um, our podcast isn't showing on YouTube right now. Why? Because we were banned for, you know, 90 days again. Um, right. Why? Because we're, we have a conservative point of view and we don't filter ourselves. Now, if we filter ourselves and don't say anything, then we can um, say anything important. We can be on YouTube. So the Mike Holman, who's the narrator of the story um, is, Let's just say I see a resemblance to the writer himself. Now, I will also yeah. say this, that this story is breezy and fun in the way, um, I'm trying to think of kind of, uh, I feel like it's kind of got the same feeling as um, they, they just made it again. They a couple different people have done um, like Tom Clancy, you know, where you've kind of got the, the lead uh, there's some, there's, there's danger. There's 
um, intrigue, there's political intrigue, there's women, there's, um, there's just a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot of fun. And so it's a kind of book that uh, you would read in the airport that you see at the airport yeah. to, to sell. And I think it's fantastic. And the great thing about it is uh, it, Scott very slyly um, winds through the story, the political realities that all of us are familiar with and face and how the American people deal with it, how the people of Central America and the Chicoms also show their ugly faces too. And so, you know, there's there's a lot of um, fodder there that will feel familiar. And yet the style is just, it's, it's light, it's fun, and it's impactful. I think, now I haven't read your other fiction, Scott, um, because somebody hasn't sent me signed copies of anything. Um, oh, but anyway. Okay. Um, I, I can do, I guess I can do that. But I think that this book is um, fantastic. It's been such a joy. Like there's some of the joys of, of what my job is, is seeing other people achieve their dreams with their writing and with the, the different ways that they're impacting the world. And so this year I've had particular joy watching um, Bob Tyrrell, who's the founder, do his memoirs, um, helping uh, one of our young writers get a book done about Gavin Newsom, which I can't wait for everybody to see because it's fantastic. Yeah, when, when is Ellie's book coming out? June. Okay. Coming out in June. And um, it's going to be like the definitive biography. And then, of course, Scott's got these great books that he's been writing. And then this serialized one. Um, it's just a lot of fun and really packs a punch. So like we're releasing them on Fridays so that you can read the next chapters, episodes um, over the weekend and have something fun to read. It's quick. You know, uh, there might be a lot of words, but I'm finding myself going through it like it's just an easy uh, it's a beach read, you know, it's a plain read, a beach read. Yeah. And um, also, you well, learn something. one of the neat things about this is, uh, you know, and if you read at the Spectator a lot, and you, like if you're if you're one of these people that listens rather than reads, like everything is hooked up to Trinity Audio. So, like, I had a whole bunch of people that got this over the weekend. They were like, "Oh, wait, I can hit the play button, and it'll read the book to me." And I'll yeah. just like have it in the room and I can, you know, do what I do. It's like, well, yeah, because a lot of people do audiobooks. Yeah. Guess what? We're we're actually crafting an audiobook for you. Um, that you know, you're gonna you're gonna get a chunk of every weekend. Right. So while you're um, cleaning your house, listen to the audio version of it. Uh you don't even have to be holding anything or looking at a screen. You can hear the latest installment and it'll, it'll, you'll you'll be like Orson Welles, War of the Worlds. People will be hearing your story on the radio. Um something like that. Yeah. Something like that. But I think it's fantastic and I'm really excited about it. I'm excited that we're doing something innovative like that. And I'm excited for Scott for doing it. And so hopefully you guys will um read it, listen to it, and love it. Have anything well, other and, thoughts? And, and most of all, give us feedback about it. 
if if you're doing it, I mean, obviously, you know, comment under the under the thing, but let you know, email us, let us know how it's going. I mean, I've gotten several emails and messages from folks that have read it over the weekend, you know, and everybody's like, well, you know, could you speed it up? Because I want to, you know, I don't want right. to wait a week for another no, thing. Nobody wants to wait a week. For I, I actually I, look, feel glad that I got, I, I've seen it. And all I because... look, and I get it because, right. you know, when Amazon Prime drops a show or when mm -hmm. MGM Plus drops a show or some of these things, you know, like I've gotten to the point where I like to like binge watch everything. You know, and this is going to take 10 weeks to get through, right? So it's pretty it? similar to what these streaming platforms are doing to you. And I apologize for that. Um, I don't. But keep coming back is what I say. And the thing well, is, yeah, that's, and that's the reason we're doing it. And the thing is, I, you know, I don't know if we should have a discussion channel about something like this, but maybe we can do that for subscribers or something where they could talk that to the author. Cool. And I have to tell you, having read further in the book, it gets better and better. In fact, I can't wait for this next chapter um, to see what happens. So I'm really excited about this. And Scott, I can see this. This might be Mike Coleman's first journey. And I can see oh, well, I can see him being I've, a recurring character. I've thought character. about that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that like this actually has the potential to be you know, sequel. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, it does. But, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I'm not sure how that would go. It depends on how well this thing does. I have some it, ideas. But... We'll figure it out. I think that this, this, these characters are worthy to continue. And um, there, there's lots of ways that, that this could go. So hopefully you guys will, and you're getting it for free. Okay. If you're a subscriber, it's free. And, and, and this eventually is going to hopefully be an imprint book or will be. Yeah. Well, when we're done serializing it at the American Spectator, it'll, you know, it'll, it'll make its way onto Amazon, okay. um, you know, reviver.com. We're actually looking at some point to getting into the publishing game with Reviver um, because several of the authors that write at Reviver are, or the, the writers that write at Reviver are authors um, and so, you know, we're thinking about turning that into a platform for, um, uh, for folks to, to publish things. So, you know, we're going to look into that, but, but it will have it available for presale at Amazon soon, but, okay. you know, really the best, the, you know, the best thing is to just follow it every day, you know, okay. and then if you want to buy a, a printed copy, you know, after the fact, give it to friends, do whatever, then that's great. Um, but you know, we, we wanted to do this because we, you know, um, like Melissa has said, you know, she wanted to do different things this year at the American Spectator. And, you know, obviously the, the political uh, content in the magazine and and, uh, and on the website is, I think, the best, like of all, specifically of all of the, you know, kind of, I don't even want to say legacy uh, conservative media outlets, but there's kind of one in specific that I'm thinking about, which is still around. I'm thinking um, of two or and, three, actually. And the but... Spectator is so much better than that. But the fact that we're, you know, we're going to look at doing, like we're doing the podcast and we're, you know, we've got uh, actually two podcasts that, that the Spectator is producing. Um, and now we're doing this and it's just like, we're just more fun. You know, like we're more fun. These other people are not as fun as we. Well, and, uh, the thing and, is, is we're happy warriors, 
and I do think that that is a, a uh, it's been a problem and sometimes for us on the right that we're just not enjoying things enough. And this um, book is just fun. And we're, it's kind of a gift to you readers so that you can participate in something lighter and happier and, and, and a positive um, look at some of the miserable things happening in the world. The other exactly. thing is, is like, you know, our other podcast, The Spectator, The Spectacle PM, which is our features are young writers. Um, please watch that. Oh, I've got an announcement. I can't do it right now. I can't wait to tell you guys. I have, I we're we have a big hire coming on at the American Spectator. I can't wait to everybody knows about this. So there's so many good things coming this year. We're doing an event, and um, and I I will talk about this. We're doing an education event in Palm Beach in March, the first weekend in March, and we'll be live streaming interviews with some leaders in the education field. It's a, it's a short symposia. It's, it'll be free to subscribers. So it'll be a Saturday afternoon. Um, and there will be a book party on Sunday and subscribers will be invited to that as well. We are gonna be having events in California this year uh, um, based when we are launching the Gavin Newsom book. We have there's a lot of things happening this this year for that are going to be very very impactful not you know both internally but externally into the world and um, and so Scott's been a big part of that he's um, one of our anchor um, uh, contributing editors and writers and, and you know you guys love his content for obvious reasons but this this um, Fiction is something new and fun and different. And if it goes well, and it started off well, and hopefully the audience builds and as time goes on, more and more people will read it. Um, this might be something that we can do again and um, try again. So, well, I, you know, I, I mean, you, you've seen what, uh, like, for example, the Daily Wire is, is doing with film, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, I think that, I, well, before they even got started with that, I thought it was necessary that um, conservative media organizations, not necessarily, you know, every website out there, but, you know, the, the conservative organizations that had enough scale that they could produce the kind of uh, cultural content that needed to be produced, like we needed to, to chip in and get in that game. Um, and so this is, you know, this is the American Spectator's contribution to that, right? Like, you know, yeah. we're we're not just doing political commentary and cultural commentary. We're actually producing culture. Yeah. Um, and it needs to happen because for a couple of reasons. Number one, conservatives have needed to get in this game for a very long time. And number two, the left sucks at culture now. They don't produce any content that's any good. So somebody needs to step up and do it. And that's us. And that's us. All right. Well, thank you all for uh, listening and watching. I hope that you go check out Scott's um, second installment here. It'll be dropping on Friday, the same time this podcast will be dropping. So like, you know, we'll be talking about this. Go read it and or listen to it however you want to. You have the whole weekend to do it. 
in the week. And yes, it is going to cause you uh, frustration and anxiety because you're going to want to read the rest of the story. Uh, but be patient. It'll be coming out over the next few weeks and it'll be worth your time. I can guarantee you haven't gotten, gotten further through it. So thank you, Scott, for doing that for us and sure. being willing to um, take your weekends and write. All you're doing is writing. And uh, thank you for yeah. doing that. That's, and a, that's like, okay, it, though. It is okay. If, 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 you're, if, you're a, if you're a novelist or if you're a writer, writing a novel is the most fun thing that you could possibly do. I mean, it just is. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm a freak in this in this regard, but like you are. I am. I've, this is this is the the fifth one that I've written. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I've never been happier than when I was working on these books. And oh. the fact that it's the fifth book, and I'm better than I was. Like certainly, when I wrote the first book, and I feel it. Mm -hmm. That's fun. Like that's real. Like, hey, this is so much better than the stuff I used to write before. Um, and I was super proud of the the other novels that I wrote, um, which were kind of more, they were action adventure books, but they were, you know, kind of like built on a, like a fantasy world sort of thing, mm -hmm. um, which was kind of hard to explain and all this kind of stuff. I mean, some of those books were really, really good, but this is grounded in real life, which I didn't, I thought that would be constrained. Um and as I've done it, it's like no, because it it, it it's it's freeing actually, because I don't have to build a world. Like mm -hmm. all I have to do is describe the world and then put push my characters through it. And that is And everybody uh, knows where you're talking about and it doesn't exactly. Happen. Yeah. Exactly. And so you you don't you don't bog your your reader down and build I mean some readers like they like fantasy books because they love that process of learning about a, an alternative world. Mm -hmm. But particularly the kind of people who would would catch this at the American Spectator, they're not interested. In and so this is this is like very much, you know, think of this as kind of, okay, so you go to the airport and you pick up a David Baldacci book, right? right. Um, and that's, that's, you know, that's, this is in that same spirit. Although I think it's a little bit, like you said, it's a little lighter, a little bit more fun than the David Baldacci book. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's breezy. You know. It's fun. It's fun. And, um, you know, our our grand old editor, Vladi Plajinsky, he, he called me as soon as he read the first installment. And he's like, Melissa, this is this writing is amazing. This is so great. I was like, I know it's awesome. Know. Yeah, Vladi so, called me. He said, this is delightful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's like, hey, that was kind of cool hearing that from yeah, it's a high compliment because he's done a lot of reading over the years. And um, so anyway, if Vladi says it's good, it's good. So go over and read it and we'll maybe so we can't, you know, we haven't really given anything away um, and we can't really do that without spoiling it. So we're not going to do that. But maybe further along, we can have a meet the writer um, discussion of of this book because I think it would be fun for people who are reading it to kind of you know know what was on your mind and kind of uh talk to you about it yeah. too. so that'd be a lot of fun all right well thanks all for listening have a great weekend thank you for listening to the spectacle like and subscribe remember uh it's important to view us at x 
or Rumble, where there's free speech. And um, you can also listen to us on Spotify. Sorry. Spotify and iTunes and everywhere there are podcasts. So um, like and subscribe and share. And thank you very much for listening. We'll talk to you next week.